You're listening to the only podcast that admits they might know what they are talking I hope everyone has a ball. This is We Might Know Sports with Stefan. Or I'll just go down there and punch him in the face. Kevin. Gonzaga loses one game and they're threatening him every podcast now. And Corey. No, he starts working out. Now he's a tough guy. I am a tough guy. Oh, he's got... He's got that testosterone flowing. Everybody wants to listen to my podcast on uh, fitness. <laughs> this whole pizza in my mouth. How long did you choreograph that, Corey? <laughs> All right, we are live with episode 13 of We Might Know Sports. We're lucky number 13, and everyone's having technical issues, so this should be an interesting podcast a lot. Let's see what else uh, can go wrong. <laughs> Motherfucker! All right, we've got a lot in store for you today. We've got uh, some college basketball game that happened on Monday. We have some fights. Someone got the main event wrong. I'm not going to name names yet. We'll go over that in a little bit. Uh, We have our fantasy baseball league to go over. We haven't really mentioned that, so we'll go over that too. And... Uh, some soccer, and someone is all of a sudden dominating the world of NASCAR. And someone won their first major golf championship. Was this one filled with drama? Do you guys know? Yeah. Um, a little bit. We'll get to it in a little bit. Uh, so I have my co-hosts, Stefan and Corey, who currently hold the title for most watched video for We Might Know Sports on our Facebook page. Did you guys oh, we, know that? No, I didn't. I saw. I didn't know that it was the most, but I saw we had a lot of views for our halftime report. Yeah, it was like I think you guys have 160 views. So let's go. Whatever you guys did there, keep that magic going. <laughs> yeah, we didn't drink. have you. We didn't have you. But that was what we did there. <laughs> hey, I'll produce this if you guys want to just have your own podcast. I don't care. We just need you. Like doing all the behind the scenes stuff, but just do all the technical stuff. Just black out your screen, maybe. <laughs> Seems harsh. <laughs> that's a little harsh. Uh, uh, all right. There we go. That's better. <laughs> is this is this what you guys want? Yes, that's way better. The cells. <laughs> Are you not entertained? I am. Ugh. I'm sorry if I seem a little down today. It's because I'm tired from uh, watching the fights last night and drinking and yeah. So I'm not giving my hundred percent energy today. No excuses. Play like a champion. Let's go. No excuses. All right, then let's talk about this championship game and the let's disaster it. that it was. Now it was a pretty entertaining first half. 
I believe we said in our preview show that as long as the refs did not get involved, it would be a good game to watch. Now, things happened. You guys probably uh, watched it better than me. I was just saw Gonzaga fall apart in the last minute there. Yeah. You guys want to talk about it some more? I mean, I don't know. It was pretty much just like you said. I mean, the, if they let the big men play, then I feel like it could have been a little bit of a different game. Uh, they called a lot of fouls. Gonzaga's big men got in foul trouble early. I think that kind of changed the course of the game a little bit. But at the same time, they should have changed the way that they were playing the game. I mean, they shouldn't have been as aggressive and uh, and adjusted to the way that they were refing the game. So uh, hats off to UNC. I mean, they were there. They lost at the buzzer last year, so it's not like they didn't deserve it. I thought with the, with the foul issues, it kind of – since both teams were in foul trouble, that it kind of was a non-factor because it affected both teams. It became a perimeter game. I think the bigger story was when Nigel Goss twisted his ankle. It seemed like that affected Gonzaga at that point because he was kind of keeping them afloat there in the second half. And Joel Berry got hot. It was like between the two point guards, the leaders of the teams. And it just seemed like Joel took them. And I think Nigel was affected that big, that one uh, shot when Nigel came down and the tried to get down the middle of the lane. I don't think he had a lot of lift, and Kennedy Meeks just sent it. I just think there was something wrong with his ankle at that point. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen them. I mean, I know that he was he wanted the ball. I'm sure he wanted to be the one to to will them to victory there. But I feel like once he had twisted his ankle, he pr- they probably should have tried to find a different option to score towards the end there, going side to the big man or something. I mean, I know Karnowski had an off game pretty much all game, but yeah. either feed it into him or feed it into Jonathan Williams or something. I know Zach Collins was fouled out, so there was no way to to have him in there, but I feel like they could have they probably should have gone to a different option in my opinion. And that was another thing I see a lot of people saying, oh, Karnowski played so poor, that really affected Gonzaga, but how come no one's saying, well, Justin Jackson sucked too? Like, our, it's not like our guy was any better. He was pretty bad, and he's supposedly the best player on that team. Because, I mean, I don't know. I find it more more often you see a shooter go cold than you see a big guy that normally makes those close-in shots just all of a sudden not be able to make any of them. And I'm sure that playing against some pretty sizable guys that, that affected how he played down there. I thought another factor was, well, before I say I was right, I do have to mention Stefan was right last week when he said Goss is up for, was up for player of the year. He was a a finalist, but back to me. When Pinson started the game and he was guarding Goss, would Goss finish the first half with Stefan, like six points? And um, Perkins was really hot and hitting all those threes, and then in the second half they decided to throw Pinson on Perkins, and he had zero points, and Goss was able to get free a little bit. I thought that was a big factor too. They 
kind of took out what was killing them because we talked about if Gonzaga can hit their threes because North Carolina is not a team that shoots the three particularly well, that right. Gonzaga had a real chance of stealing the game away. I thought that was a smart move by Roy to switch Pinson off, put him on Perkins. I thought that was effective. Yeah, yeah, it was. I'll give him credit for that. I'll give you credit for being right. Well, we both were. We were both right and wrong. <laughs> so did you guys have an issue? I don't know. I felt like when the refs took over the game, that's when, I don't know, it's... I felt bad for Gonzaga for a change. I know, Stefan, you find it hard to believe. I do. Uh, and it was heartbreaking for to watch the post-game interview of Mark Few because he was devastated. I believe I texted you that he had talked to actually Jim Beheim of all coaches. Yeah. And he had told Few that losing, it hurts really bad. And he didn't really... He said, few said he didn't really understand it until just right now <laughs> during that interview. So I'm sure those press junkets after the game, after a loss, are probably the hardest on the coaches. Yeah. I can never imagine like trying to interview after losing the biggest game basically of your life. I mean, how the chances of them getting back there i think are pretty high but it's statistically very slim to none i mean especially considering they lost a couple of their key players on this team but they're also bringing back some good ones so we'll we'll see what happens next year and but, having said that north carolina just did it back to back so it's not impossible it's just heartbreaking because now you have to do it all over again i think it's harder when you're seniors leave than it is like obviously if you have like a freshman who's a stud to get drafted i think it's really hard to replace the leadership and the experience like like what north carolina will go through next year i think they'll be a completely different team mm -hmm. losing meeks hicks some of their senior leadership i think will really affect that team where gonzaga they lose karnowski stefan and who else goss is he senior jordan no, Matthews. he's okay. not a senior but He's most likely to go to the draft, I understand, but Gossip. I think it's harder to, to lose the senior leadership, personally. Yeah, I mean, Goss and Collins are possibly going. They're, they're, I would say Collins is more likely to go than Goss, but even Goss, I mean, he's probably played his way up some draft boards. I know he's, not still, he's still not projected to go too high, so he might come back. I wouldn't Collins be surprised is, if he pulls a berry and tries to come back and redeem i think it would be like they should both at least put their names in and then not sign an agent and see see what it looks like mm -hmm. i don't see any reason why you shouldn't why you wouldn't put your name in there zach hasn't immediately announced like i thought he might so that's a good sign for you guys yeah we'll see I, i'm not holding out hope that he's coming back but i feel like yeah, if he good. came back like he uh, and played as, in a starting role he could probably play his way up into the top five or so i think i think if both him and goss come back like kevin said you guys will be right there again yeah Ooh, speaking of things they said i forgot to mention at the start of the podcast we have a text line now oh yeah 
How did I forget about this? It was actually part of someone's feedback. So we do listen to feedback. Hey, look at that. And there is the phone number, 425-780-6355. I'll be paying attention to it today. And then uh, at some point, I'll let Stefan or Corey pay attention to it as well. But right now, I want all control, so. <laughs> That's okay. We're, we're the big viewers. We're the big bringing in of viewers anyway, so. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm just the behind-the-scenes guy, apparently. Yeah. All right, so I'm sure Stefan wants us to move on to a different subject, so let's talk about next year. Let's talk about it. You want me to pull it up? <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice because I don't have it in front of me. I ended up just, I just made a, like a quick note because it, it was pissing me off. Now, Corey actually did some homework and came up with his top 10, did you say? I mean, I did a whole 25, but I'd rather just go through the top 10 and yeah, see. Let's hear, let's hear your top 10, and then I'll throw mine up here. And... Oh, yours? Uh, You're taking credit for I'll, ES, I'll throw ESPNs up here. How was that? <laughs> that better? A little, little better sounding. <laughs> sounded better when it was just mine. Okay. Are you ready for the top 10 on my list? I'm ready when you are. Yeah. All right, Kentucky, Duke, Arizona, Kansas, Florida, Oregon, North Carolina, Villanova, UCLA, Louisville. Who's Duke losing? Um, Emil Jefferson, not that big of a deal. Grayson Allen, I'm sure, will stay. Uh, they're going to lose Giles to the draft. Tatum. Tatum to the draft. Um, so they're you they're losing at least three starters. So they also have the second best recruiting class coming in. So shouldn't affect them too much. So according to ESPN, it is Kentucky, UNC, Louisville, Villanova, Florida, Wichita State, who made some news this week as well. We'll talk about that in a minute. Duke, West Virginia, Kansas, and Gonzaga. So, you were kind of similar with Kentucky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's about the extent of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did What did you guys think of Wichita State making the move to the All American Conference? I thought it was a really, really smart move for them. I wish that Gonzaga would follow suit and go somewhere, anywhere, outside of the WCC. But who knows? I mean, CSPN has St. Mary's in the top 15 already, so apparently we're making big moves. Who won our uh, bracket? I believe uh, one Mr. Geary won it. Yeah. Well, that explains this text message. Just being asked, shouldn't the winner of the March Madness tourney be a guest on the show? I guess he should be. I mean, we, if he wants to call in, he can call the number, and I will pick up, and we'll have him live on air. But hopefully he doesn't call. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I see Wichita State. Like, 
You think Wichita State is a like sixth in the nation right now, though? Or do you think that do you think that's based off of them moving to that conference? No, I think this was made before that. I don't know. Those shockers can be shocking sometimes. Who cares? I mean, I, I guess if they're bringing back their whole team from this year, I don't know who all they're bringing back. I don't know why St. Mary's is all the way up at 15. I don't know. This I didn't even have St. Mary's on my list or Minnesota. Yeah. This will all change by the time the actual top That's 25. That's what I'm the, thinking. The preseason think top 25 comes out. Well, I mean, this is all based on them considering who's staying and who's leaving. So, I mean, it's all going to shuffle. and mm -hmm. you still got players that are committing and decommitting and whatever else. So. In my mind, I have Zach Collins and Goss leaving. That's the only reason I don't yeah. have them. That's why I don't have Gonzaga in the top ten. Right. I. Hmm. I, I like seeing Stefan's face as the top twenty-five poll. I think that's going to draw a lot of viewers there. Want me to leave it up like that? Yeah, just keep it up there for the whole podcast. I don't know if we were done watching it yet. <laughs> No, that's fine. Um, I did notice Syracuse was missing. You guys uh, think they're going to turn around? No. Yeah, I agree. Not this year, anyway. They've got what, one junior coming back. Do you, do Frank you know Howard. how many recruits they have in the top 100 right now? None. Do you know? Yeah, zero. Um, okay. <laughs> Duke and Kentucky have the most... Kentucky has five, and their five are all in the top 32, so. Those don't always pan out, though, so. And Duke has four. It'd be interesting. And two yeah, of I... Dukes are in the top ten. Sorry to cut you off. No, you weren't. Um, yeah, I just, I don't think, Sir, I think Syracuse losing, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean. I don't think they were expecting to lose Leiden yet. So that's going to be a big... I think Tyus Battle is going to probably be the focal point of the offense next year. Yeah, I think he'll leave after next year. I bet you he has a good year. Yeah. He was a big-time recruit for you, for Syracuse. He, he definitely had his moments this past year where he looked really good and then he'd kind of disappear in other games. I, f I feel like part of that, though, was Gillen and White trying to take over games. Yeah. He kind of got pushed to the side. Yeah. What do you think, Kevin? Talk about your team. Uh, they're too young. Uh, I see him making the tournament as a 10 seed, but unless they can really gel together like they did uh, two years ago, I don't see him making noise. Right. Sorry, I'm looking up their next subject. Uh, any teams we should watch out for next year that you guys know of? I have Auburn in my top 25. I think they could make some noise. Yeah, they got a big recruiting class. Is that right, team? Yes. Yeah. yeah. How about TCU? TCU could be. They won the NIT, right? I 
don't right? remember. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped caring when she got out. I think that it was them versus Georgia Tech, I thought. I could be wrong. I have Auburn, Arizona State, and Stanford as, as like sleepers that could be good teams next year. Arizona State, is that what you said? Yeah. Are you just saying that because Kevin's wearing that shirt? No, but that is ironic. <laughs> uh, Arizona State has a kid named Remy Martin. He's one of the top point guards coming in. Um, and they also have one of the top small forwards, Kimani Lawrence. He's a four-star. So. so TCU won 88-56 yeah, over Georgia Tech. I know. It was a blowout. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I could see them. You know what's funny is that um, they got Jamie past, Dixon too. So yeah, this past year was like the first year in a while where like a team that made the Final Four in the NIT didn't make the tournament the following year. <laughs> I, don't, I forget who the four teams were, but they I I remember I looked them up at one point and they weren't that great of teams. I don't know, so I'm not really so too surprised that none of them made the tournament. But even the Final Four for the NIT this year, I mean, it was Georgia Tech and uh, TCU, obviously, and then it was like UC. I always want to say Berkeley, but it's not Berkeley. California something. Something with a B. California, yeah, dream. But it was like it was like an eight seed and like uh, uh, something else. Six seed, I think. So I don't think that they're really big-name teams that have a good chance of making it. TCU, I think, has a good chance. Georgia Tech could possibly make some make a run into the tournament. Ooh, this off the text line. Jordan Tucker could still choose Syracuse. He's a top 100 recruit. That's probably Gary also. Maybe that's, uh, maybe that's Joe. That is definitely not Joe. No? Joe doesn't know recruits like that? No, Joe. I have Joe's number. I know which oh. one Joe's is. <laughs> is this a five-five-nine number? Yep. Oh, that's Gary. He and he says he doesn't appreciate you giving out his number on the. I didn't give out his number. <laughs> I gave out five-five-nine. That could be. You know how many possibilities there are of five-five-nine? They don't even know the area code. Yeah, that's true. Now we have two area codes in Syracuse, so it could be any of those area codes. Plus. <laughs> Plus, he didn't say that. I said that. I was, just... oh. <laughs> I was gonna say that was a fast response to what I said. <laughs> Man, it just came out of my mouth. How did that happen? He's fast texter. Like, Jordan Tucker has offers from Arizona, Louisville, and Villanova. I doubt he's picking Syracuse. To whoever said that. Why he might want to uh, be. A I don't know. Would you rather be a king amongst peasants or a king amongst kings? I'd rather be a king amongst kings, meaning I'd rather go to a good team that has other great players on it rather than go to a team who has lesser players. That's you, though. Some people actually enjoy I'd making a, a team. I'd rather be a king amongst peasants. I want to make my own. You want to be the superstar? Yeah. I I want to win, so I'd probably be with Corey. But I do know people like Stefan <laughs> that want want to be the LeBron James of the team and dunk over four foot seven guys. I could see Stefan participating in a pickup game between twelve year olds just so he could dominate them. <laughs> yeah, I actually just did that today. So, by the way, that's that's a line from uh, Coach K that he used to recruit Jason Williams. I read his biography the other day. And I thought that was a good way to get him to come there. 
because Jason was thinking about going to uh, Rutgers because he was from that because <laughs> he was from Jersey. Man, uh, he escaped, he dodged a bullet there. Jeez, he made the right decision, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe wrong decision. Isn't he the one that wrecked his bike when he was playing with the Bulls? Well, he made a wrong life decision. <laughs> <laughs> College basketball decision, I think. Did he end up winning a championship? I don't know. Probably not. Mm. What did you just say? Did he, did win, he win a ch- Yeah, Jason Williams won. Yes. Yeah. Duke wins him every so often, so it's kind of hard to keep track of when and where. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had Boozer. They had a good team. You know what was kind of surprising with that top 25 was UCLA was like, Way down. At the I know. I had them ninth, and they were like twenty third. And yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Speaking of UCLA, Mister Ball, what about what his father said about the white boys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. I don't know how. Uh... At what he... point do you see him distancing himself from his father? Never, because uh, it's his manager. So yeah, he's. I've he's seen interviews with them, and he just seems like he. He just has the, like the utmost respect for his dad, and I don't think he would ever just leave his dad behind like that. Like I think his dad could say whatever he wants, and Lonzo's just gonna go with it. And if, he, and if you see Lonzo's interviews, he's so like laid back and humble, yeah. and he's nothing like his dad. Like right. mm-hmm. that's the only unfortunate thing is I think people who might not know Lonzo or pay attention assume that he's like his dad, and he's nothing like that. Yeah. I mean, you can even see that in the way that he kind of plays too. Like he doesn't really. Like he's he a just, team. He, he yeah. just does what he's got to do. Like he's he's not looking to like pad his stats or anything like that. Like he's just he goes out there. He has no problem with with being a a distributor. He'll just distribute the ball, and but if they need him to score, he'll take over and score. So yeah. Um, my only thing with the white boy comment was he said because they were slow footed or whatever. TJ Leaf is white, I'm pretty sure, and he is the best athlete on that team. So I don't know. Who he's talking about? <laughs> well, do you say is TJ Leaf faster than Lonzo? I don't know. I, oh, yeah. Overall, he was voted as as far as his quickness, not fast, not foot speed. Quickness as far as jumping ability, he's in the high thirties for a vertical, which is good. And then, I mean, you saw his size and strength, and he has good hand-eye coordination. He's a pretty good athlete. I don't know why you would be commenting on having three white guys affected your team. Not to mention, mention Alfred was probably your best shooter, and he was a white boy too. He's just an idiot. I just wish he would disappear, but he won't because everybody loves the controversy that he he brings when he speaks. So I feel like they're going to have a balls reality show like the Kardashians. (sighs) I think that I could have sworn there might be one already in the works. I'm I'm dead serious about that. I'm pretty sure there's one. Which one do you think is going to end up dating a Kardashian? Alonzo, uh, because he's going to play for the Lakers. He'll date Chloe. Uh, yeah. She's got a thing for purple and gold. Well, she had it in for Odom, and then she went to James Harden. Shout-outs to James Harden, rocking his gear. Um, and then she's with Tristan Thompson right now. Tristan Thompson doesn't play. 
No, Lakers. he's in Cleveland, but yeah. So and neither did James Harden play for. So why do you think just because she dated one well, person? James Harden was on the West Coast. That made a little more sense. I don't know where Tristan came from. All right, and I think my last question for you guys is: Which conference do you think is going to make the most noise in next year's tournament? This year, it seemed to be the SEC, which was a surprise to I think all of us. Correct. Correct. I think the two biggest conferences that made it, it was Big Ten and the SEC, and I thought they both were having down years this year, and they mm-hmm. apparently weren't. Then surprise, can yeah. tournament time. Uh, do we see either of those being good again, or I'm going with the Big East for next year. Big East, you're not going to go with the new AAC. No. I am an all-American. Even AAC doesn't even get that many teams in. UConn didn't make it, right? No. Just Cincinnati, right? And Cincinnati and SMU. Well, yeah, they got Wichita State. Bumping that number up. Yeah, It's an interesting move because they have Navy as a football only, so the fact that they didn't bring any football with Wichita State, I guess that makes sense for them. But now it's just starting to look like the old Big East where they're like trying to patch up a pool with like tape. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to our next subject, my favorite subject to talk about. And that would be uh, apparently, you know, the favorite state that likes to fuck up matches and everything. Don't and, talk about our state like that, man. <laughs> so let's start with the first fight of the main card that we predicted. Stefan was right. I can't really read my handwriting. Maybe Corey picked him too. What Charles, was the first? Charles versus Will Brooks. Oh, yeah. I picked uh, Charles Olivier. Yeah, I think you picked him in the second. I just didn't write your name down next to it. Yep. It was... I uh, finish by submission, I believe. No, yeah. In the first. In the so first. You, you both were wrong. Damn. <laughs> by the round, at least. Did I pick submission, at least? Yeah, you both picked submission. Nice. And, and we don't even watch this. You're the expert. Yeah. <laughs> well... He made it's like picking dumb... an NCAA bracket. Yeah, so he made some dumb moves. That was the, the thing with Will. He tried to fight, and it was a common theme of the night, something you shouldn't have been. He's more of a stand-up, and he seemed to try and get him on the ground, and it backfired, obviously, if I remember correctly. I don't know. That that fight's a little fuzzy because the last three of the night I, I focused on mainly. If you guys didn't catch my cool Facebook live stream, wasn't as popular as yours, but <laughs> by like a hundred views. But that's okay. Still got fifty. I'm happy. Did you guys catch those? Your view, your thing. Yeah. Yeah, I watched you. I only watched the one with no sound because that one entertained me the most. Ah, and then you just <laughs> trolled me on the other one. Huh? Uh, so we were filming. The one with sound during the end of the Thiago Alves Patrick Cote 
So I didn't really pay attention too much to that fight. How how'd that happen, Corey? Um, well, we predicted. Well, I think you predicted all those would come out aggressive, right? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. yeah. And he said and he knockout in the first. Yeah. So did I. I think. Yep. And he did come out aggressive, but honestly, Kote had a way better chin than I thought. And he had a decent guard, too, because there was a few times Alves tried to take him down. Mm-hmm. Stefan, you had him submitted in the second. Oh, who submitted? No, you you predicted he was going to be submitted in the second. Kote, or oh. Kote was going to get the submission, and it ended up being the other way around for you. Oh, he got submitted? Right, Corey? No, it was a unanimous decision. All right. Jesus. That's, how, that's how distracted I was. <laughs> And then uh, Cote retired. He put his gloves down in the middle of the ring, signifying he was retired. First of two fighters to retire last night. The other one's more interesting. Yes. I still want to know, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, Cynthia Calvillo versus Pearl Gonzalez. Almost didn't even happen because it came out that Pearl has breast implants and New York State has a rule where... Boxers are not allowed to have breast implants in New York State and fight. So I don't know how they found that workaround, but they managed to get the fight to happen. And Cynthia got the submission in the third round this time by a rear naked choke, same way she did it in 209. She looked superior to Pearl. Pearl was outclassed uh, and she definitely didn't look like she belonged in the main uh, main card. She looked like she was like a first fight of the night type person. Stefan, once again, you got another one wrong because you had <laughs> Pearl third in decision. Corey and I had her had Cynthia by submission. I had first. Corey had second. So we were close. We had the at least style right there. Maybe we're, we're going to have to start doing the UFC uh, fantasy league because they will give you points for it, the round. If you get the round right, who wins it and what style? So maybe I'll start that up next. That way I don't have to write it down and <laughs> try and figure it out. Uh, right. Moving on to the co-main event, the very highly controversial. I made. I asked you both to make sure you watched it. Uh, so before we get into everything, Corey and Kevin, which would be myself, uh, picked Weidman, the All-American, and Communist Stefan went with the Dutch uh, Steph by knockout in the second round. Guess who got that right? This guy. <laughs> now, even but did he get it right? Really, I got it right. <laughs> right I so, knew. I I could have told you it's gonna be a knee to the head too. So here's my issue with it: is that the fight got stopped by the ref because he believed it was an illegal knee. Now, New York State does not have replay for the refs, yet he went over and consulted with the state and somehow was able to determine that it was a legal knee 
and therefore that's why it was declared a TKO versus a no decision or no contest, which I think it should have been because according to the ref, he thought it, he stopped the fight because he thought it was an illegal knee. So, so at that point, if it was an illegal knee, is that is the fight still over at that point? So he gets a five minute break, uh-huh. and if the doctors feel Weidman could return, then it was fine. The doctors, there's still a little cloudiness on this. Uh, some people, uh, including uh, my two Bens that I had on my sides, said that they thought they heard the doctor tell the ref that. Weidman was a no-go, but I'm pretty sure if it's illegal, Corey, correct me if I'm wrong, that it should have been called a no contest. If it's illegal, yeah. If it's illegal. illegal. And the ref, without the help of anyone else, thought it was illegal. That's why he stopped it, which is fine. And then, once he found out that it was a legal need, that's when it got ruled a TKO. That's when it all hell broke loose because the doctor was in the ring when he shouldn't have been. Yes. It, it, and I agree that it was a legal knee because he, he lifts him up. You clearly can see in the video that he gets lifted up so his hands aren't touching the ground, so it's a legal knee. But from Dan's angle, the referee, Dan Mergliata, his angle... Basically, he saw that it was legal or illegal, excuse me. So he stopped it like he should. And then all chaos went. The only thing I must say, Musasi does want a rematch. If if he said if Weidman wants it, he will give it to him because he didn't want to win like that. Right. That's good. But they're an interesting styles clash, too. Besides, before all the controversy... Weidman in that first round, when he's on his wrestling game, Musasi had no answer for it. Yep, but when he, it became a striking match, Weidman couldn't compete. So it was interesting. But Weidman was having no issue getting that single leg takedown. No, I know. I, I think if they do rematch, I mean, that will be a, the game plan. Pretty obvious. And obviously, Musasi will work on a, a defense. It, it'll definitely be funny to see that. I'd, I'll take that in July. That'll give Weidman enough time to recuperate. I'm pretty sure. Let's see here, April, May, June, July. So fight in that big card, uh, July Fourth weekend. Seeing yep. how per- apparently the uh, next matchup won't be a main card, supposedly. So we'll see. Uh. But before we talk about that, let's talk about the Daniel Cormier, Anthony Johnson, Rumble Johnson fight. Uh, in the first round, it clearly, uh, even Cormier admitted that it went to Johnson. But let's see here. Corey and I oh, picked. Sorry. No, Corey and Stefan picked Cormier by submission. And just like last time, it was a submission. By what was it? Uh, was it a rear naked? Rear naked, yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, so deja vu. And then this was not deja vu. Anthony Rumble Johnson 
decided that was going to be his last fight, win, loss, or tie, supposedly, because he's got something better lined up. So he will not say what that better is. There was even a rumor that he was going to sign a contract with the Los Angeles Rams. (laughs) (laughs) And his response to that was, well, why would I go from one contact sport, retire because I don't want to do that contact sport anymore, and go to just as dangerous of a contact sport? All right. Maybe he's getting into golf. He's acted before. Why wouldn't he go into the Hollywood? <clears throat> I could definitely see acting, but I don't see him making fight money. I, I don't see him making that much because usually those fighter actors make their money based off of how well they're doing in the fight game, a.k.a. Ronda Rousey. You know, she was uh, getting all those movie contracts, and then as soon as she got kicked to the throat by Holly Holm, she got the boot from Roadhouse and all those other movies. But on the flip side, Gina Carano still stars in movies. Mm, Not that frequently, though. Not that frequently. I bet he could get a good contract doing like porn or something. <laughs> That's Black a whole other <laughs> Um, after the fight, Cormier called out uh, a couple fighters. The first one, I'm, I'm having trouble remembering. It was Jimmy Manawa, I think. Sure, we'll go with that. You guys yeah. are <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> Yep, that was the guy, Kevin. Yep, that was him. <laughs> Man, if What'd only you say, had... Jimmy Fallon? No, Jimmy Manawa. <laughs> oh. What the hell did Jimmy Fallon do to him? <laughs> well, you know, he wouldn't let him on his show because he's not the <laughs> real champ. He's just a paper champ. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was Jimmy Manawa. Because I remember him going, you don't want any of this, Jimmy. And then Jimmy was holding up one... One punch, one punch. That's all it'll take. And uh, then afterwards, he decided, or Joe Rogan asked him about, what about John Jones? And he started pointing to the wrong side, and John, or yeah, Joe made sure to turn him around so he was facing <laughs> John. And I don't know. It's interesting. Is this fight ever going to happen? Is John Jones going to be a fight? So John wants a, actually a warm-up fight before he gets thrown into a main event. Dana White doesn't even want him as a main event, only as a co-main event. And there's only one fighter you could have in front of that type of fight, a Daniel Cormier-John Jones fight, and that's Mr. McGregor. So, and that's not happening because he's too busy boxing. Supposedly. Supposedly. <laughs> Uh, so, so, you know, money also talks and Dana White also said McGregor was never going to fight Mayweather and look what he's saying now. So I'm sure they don't have any stars and Rumble Johnson retiring is one more or less that they have. Hmm. Uh, I, I don't see it happening in July. If he when does is, get when is his suspension up? July. July. 
I believe his suspension is over July 6th and that Las Vegas card is going to be July 8th. So technically speaking, it could happen. I don't know how. Did you just say that you think Daniel Cormier is a star? No. Oh. Yeah, he's a a star because he's on Fox all the time. People don't like him. That doesn't mean he's not a star. I just don't know if the casual fan knows who he is. Uh, If you saw him, like, without the belt, I'm sure no one would know. Like, do you would you really know John Jones or any of these other fighters? The only ones you could really say are McGregor and probably Paige Van Zant because she was on Dancing with the Stars. Well, I don't know. I mean, I know you don't I know who know. Paige Van Zant is, Stefan. No, Kevin, I don't. Okay, I don't want to dance with the stars. <laughs> I would <Sorry>. think <laughs> I would think that Rousey, McGregor, and Jones would be the ones people would know as a casual fan. But maybe Anderson Silva. Yeah, and Silva. Like, I I don't see him knowing GSP. Before I started getting into the fights, I didn't know who GSP was. Other than Under Armour spokesperson. That one's a little more tricky, because mm-hmm. he's... I think he's bigger in Canada than we realize. Yeah. The other ones, we're talking about Americans, besides McGregor, obviously. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're 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 they've got no one for star power gonna, right now. So that's what I was gonna say. Point point is, they just are lacking stars. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to sell a pay per view right now if you're the UFC. And I think their next fight is against two heavyweights that are really unknown to the casual fan. Make sure I have this right. Let's see if I even know them. I consider myself casual. <laughs> I consider myself a uh, notch below casual. That is. <laughs> it's Miochik versus Dos Santos, so it's not. I know huge... Dos Santos, but isn't there like multiple Dos Santos though? <laughs> like, oh, like... it's not Junior. It is Junior. Is it okay? I feel like there's like another Dos Santos or something. And then uh, the co-main event is Joanna. I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce her last name. What do you want to do? Yoana? <laughs> oh, you want Yoana. Yoana check. Whoa, that that could have gone left. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was wondering where you were going with that J sounding word there. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kevin, I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, late night podcast. <laughs> not our thing, huh? Uh so with all that discussion of uh, UFC 210, if you want to hear our experts weigh in, the two Bens, or Ben Squared, as I'll call them, they weighed in on uh, the live. I let them talk about it, and I kind of weighed in a little bit. So check that out on our Facebook page at We Might Know Sports. Just look it up on Facebook. I'm sure you can do it. <laughs> uh, there is another good Good two fights for free this coming Saturday on UFC on Fox with Seattle native Demetrius Johnson, Mighty Mouse Johnson, going for, I believe, his 10th title belt defense in the flyweight. I was going to say, he's been... uh, He's the best fighter in the world. Pound for pound. Yeah. He's He's better than McGregor. 
<laughs> he's going uh, against Wilson Rias, who I, I don't know who he is, but I just feel like Johnson's going to knock him out. He's, I mean, Johnson will find a way to beat him. I, I can't name. I sorry, but I can't. Anybody that's five foot three cannot be the best. It's pound for pound. Skills. I don't care if it's pound for pound. It's if if Conor McGregor and him were the same size, who would win? That's what Dimitri. Conor McGregor would win. No. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're an expert. <laughs> yeah, you're less than casual. Take, take the word <laughs> of the less than casual fan here, okay? <laughs> less than casual says no. Hey, um, how many how many picks did I get right for being less than casual? Two. No, less than two. half. <laughs> more than two, right? You got Daniel Cormier, Anthony Johnson, and I mean, technically speaking, Musasi Weidman. Yeah, so that's three. And no, the first one, yeah, the yeah, new year. First one. Yeah. What do you do? Three. Three out of five. Better than half. Okay. <laughs> anyway. So what about these girls, Kevin? Do you know anything about them? Michelle Watterson recently fought, I believe, Paige Van Zandt, and she spring-rocketed up into the top seven. She's now number six, a.k.a. the Karate Hati, versus Rose... Name uh, Junas. Uh, I'm just gonna call her Rose. I only know her because of her shaved head, so that's why just I just call her Thug. Thug, her nickname. <laughs> she uh, she's been on a tear. I can't remember. I think she may have just lost. So don't quote me on that, though. Pulled it right up. She looks pretty badass. I mean, shaved her head. I mean, anyone who is willing to call themselves thug, <laughs> I'm all in. Uh, <laughs> I didn't realize that, that was actually her. I mean, she's uh, she's one tough cookie, I'm going to say that. And her last lo- fight was a loss to Caroline Cole. You know, these fighters need easier last names. You just gotta just, just pick a pronunciation and just go with it. Cola Wells, Nobody, yeah. Nobody's gonna know if you're right or wrong. You say Daniel Cormier wrong, so Daniel Cormier. That's not Cormier. Yes. No, it's not. <laughs> I listened to it. They were talking about it. How come the announcer? I was gonna say Cormier? last night Rogan was saying Cormier because I was interested how you pronounce that. Do so you want to argue that still? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Back Whatever. to that though, real quick. Kevin. Oh, speaking of pronunciation, pronunciations. <laughs> uh, apparently, you're pronouncing your favorite school wrong. I know. So I've to... talked to Corey about this. I've been working <laughs> on trying to pronounce it right, and I still. I've been, pronounc- I've been pronouncing it we're wrong losing, for so many years. We're losing viewers because of people like you. <laughs> I've been pronouncing it wrong for so many years that, like, I can't like get my brain to say it the right way. Gonzaga? Yeah. It's Gonzaga. No, it's... Like the Zags. Gonzaga. Kevin, was that a Dominic Cruz that was doing, um, Yes. I don't know, announcing for that? Color commentating, yeah. Yes. So Cruz right now is still in contracts with 
Fox. He he was even before he lost the belt. And at one point, actually, like five of the belt holders were on the Fox payroll, including Cormier. Is that better? That's better. And uh, Bisbing and Cruz, as you heard last night. Mm. So right now with Mike Goldberg, who also got a shout out from Rumble and the post fight, he was like, the only only person that was missing was my boy Mike and or Goldie. And every as soon as everyone heard that, they were like, seriously, that's who you want calling your last fight is Mike Goldberg. <laughs> Uh, I have yet to meet someone that actually likes listening to Mike Goldberg uh, announce a fight because he's usually doing something wrong. In fact, we pulled up a clip last night of all his like miscues and everything, including like, what was it? Oh, hit him right in the head. And you just hear Joe go, no, that was clearly a body shot. So, uh, I only ask. I thought Cruz was doing a really good job. That he, yeah. his knowledge was like teaching me. I felt like I was learning while I was watching the fights. So I liked him as a commentator. So I like him as uh, I like that setup kind of. Only the fact that I didn't hear it too much last night, but the first fight he did with Rogan and Anik, it seemed like he was bragging about his fighting style more than anything mm-hmm. like he was a lot tamer in this one or that i noticed i didn't really pay too close attention to the commentators for these fights but like you said he is very knowledgeable and he will say like i don't know it, it feels like annex not even needed at some points because you don't hear him for long points because yeah i just, noticed that it's just rogan and cruz yeah like, I just know, like, go ahead. When they were like in the clinch, and Cruz would step up and say, "Okay, now he needs to move his left shoulder into his chest in order to do this," and okay, he needs to grab his right leg right here, or that's why he's trying to do this. I just thought that was good for casual fans like me who doesn't really know what they're doing or why they're doing what they're doing. I thought as knowledgeable as him. Yeah. giving us a play-by-play really and learning the game made me more interested yeah i definitely like the aspect i hope cormier 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 i'm gonna call him cormier because... <laughs> but uh See, now I you're believe... gonna say a problem that i have <laughs> i believe daniel's son was a terrible because he was the first one until uh he started training for this fight that's when cruz picked up his slack i guess i'm gonna call it uh crap i can't remember it again we i was talking to this with the two bends last night and i i like the other guy that they have when rogan isn't doing the color commentating i can't think of his name brian stan i believe his name oh yeah the former fighter yeah brian stan i like i like his style i like the fact that they're bringing in these former fighters to help like rogan does a good job at making it easier for the common person like Stefan to understand. And then <laughs> I'm not casual. I'm just the common person. Now. <laughs> and then you have Cruz and Stan like breaking it down. So the, the fan 
can understand what's going through that fighter's head because they understand. <laughs> so I do like that aspect. I hope it doesn't change too much because I know when everything went down at the end of last year, Dana White said that the true team isn't going to be formed until this July fight, I believe. So we'll see. It seems like to be the way that sports commentating in general is going, though, to having the former athletes be the commentators. I mean, you got Tony Romo. That's what I mean. <laughs> Mr. Romo taking over Phil Sims, also a former, but not mm -hmm. so much former. He retired, what, in the early 90s? Yeah, just like you had Aikman. Well, you have Aikman for Fox. and. Yeah. And you got, you know, Charles Barkley and all them. Yeah, Charles, yeah. Shaq, and Kenny, right? All three of them. Yeah, it's going, seems to be going that way. I don't even know why you'd spend money on a... Now, apparently. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, moving uh, off of the fight game and the announcing game. Uh, I do recommend watching that, those fights, though. Tune in. I believe it's at an earlier time. I think it starts at 8 Eastern time, the main card on Fox. So, Stefan, you can watch it if you want. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, all right. So, moving on to my favorite portion of the show, NBA talk. We're coming Yay. up on the NBA playoffs. These were current as of like an hour ago. I'm sure there's some games that may have ended, but since we're doing this such at this time, I'm not sure if there's any games going on right now. All right, Kevin, lead us off on the NBA talk. All right. So <laughs> we've got the Cavs and the Celtics in first and second place going into the final week, heading into the playoffs. Uh, my underdog story is going to be the Milwaukee Bucks. Keep an eye on them. They might make some noise come playoff time. Why? Because they got that really good shooter on their team that can make those threes in crucial points of time. What's his, what's his name again? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy. In, in Tenno Kumpo? Yeah, there you go. Except he doesn't shoot threes, really. Oh. But he is a really good player. So... I think it'll be an interesting race there for uh, Cleveland and Celtics. Um, How about this? Games. I will watch one NBA playoff game a night. Well, there's one on every single night, so that's, yeah, that's no. perfect. See, look at that. You're there or NHL. We might. Yeah, we probably should start talking about NHL a little bit. Yeah. We'll wait till the Stanley Cup starts in three days. Next year, we're going to. Do a lot of NHL talk, right? We're going to have a fantasy league. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I no, draft Gretzky with the number one pick. Jeremy <laughs> Yager. Yeah. So anyway, so who do you think is going to get this one seed there, Corey? After or Kevin. No, what look, Kevin, who do you think is going to get the one seed in the East? The way the Cavs have been playing, probably the Celtics. Okay. All right, Corey. After what we just saw last week with Cleveland going into Boston's home and making a statement, would they beat them by 20? Okay. Well, you, realize, uh, you realize that they're tied right now. Yeah, but they just played each other. What better 
gauge is there than that right now? But I'm saying who's going to get the one seed. I'm not saying who's going to win out of the East. I mean, the Cavs have Cleveland's lost. Two I think in Cleveland's rows. Cleveland's rolling anyways. I think I think they'll be all right. rolling with two losses in a row. Yeah, but the teams, <laughs> the, teams they, right. the teams that have pl- they've played that have mattered, they normally win. So I mean, the Hawks. I don't know. Matter. I would I would think they'll take the last week serious and try to take the one. Here's the thing. The, the, the interesting part of this is that Cleveland has to play. I think it was the Heat and the Raptors and the Celtics, and one of the, they play one of those on the road, one of those at home. I don't know which one is which. The Celtics have to play the Nets <laughs> and the Bucks, both at home. So statistically, I would say the Celtics have a better chance of winning these last two games. So I, I do believe that – I mean, the only thing that the Cavs have is they've got the tiebreaker. So I think if the – obviously, if the Cavs win both of them, they get the one seed. Right. But if the Celtics – I wouldn't even be surprised if the Celtics – I mean, they've been kind of up and down here this last couple, couple of weeks or so. So I wouldn't even be surprised if they slipped up and lost one of those, those games that they should win. I mean, the Bucks will be an interesting game because obviously it's a playoff team. But I, obviously they should beat the Nets. That shouldn't even be a, a question. But they do have 20 wins, so they, they win once in a while. The the honest answer is the Cavaliers don't care if they have the one or the two because it doesn't matter for them. We'll see. I think it matters to the Celtics. It does matter to the Celtics. I would, obviously, I mean... Any te- I feel like any team would rather play at home. I, I understand why LeBron doesn't care because that's all you got to do really is steal one game on the road and now you have home home court advantage. So, um, I mean, it'll be, it'll be interesting. We'll see. The West is pretty much set, I think. I mean – Golden State has won 14 in a row. They might be due for a loss. And I mean, yeah, the there's... Spurs with only two games left, couldn't they uh, come back from being back five? Yeah, Kevin. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> that math. You got it. Is that what you're going for uh, school for? You know, nope. math degree? No, I did math. Did you? I do it well. I did it well. I did the math. I'm trying to be funny. Jeez. I know. I'm fucking with you. Jesus Christ. No. <laughs> this is not a Christian podcast, okay? Oh, sorry. Jesus Christ. Jesus. What about Yeezy? Yeezy? Can I say Yeezy? Yeezy. Jesus. Um, <laughs> so I think that everybody has been eliminated in the West. I think I just saw that the Trailblazers are definitely playing the Warriors, so I would assume that means that the Nuggets have been eliminated. That stinks. I kind of wanted the Nuggets. Um, As far as the East goes, I think the Heat, they still obviously have a chance to to sneak in there. I think that Pacers team is – I don't know if you've caught any of those – 
highlights of the Pacers, but they seem to be like almost a new like almost like they used to be with uh, Stevenson back there. I know. Like it's kind of weird, like how he just he he. He like fell off the face of the earth once he left, and now all of a sudden he comes back and he's like playing like lights out again. I don't think it was ever his his talent level that was the problem, though. You think it was more his? I feel like in Charlotte, it was when he left Indianapolis because he wanted to get paid, like so many players do. I he couldn't handle being the star. Yeah. Being the main focus of a team, he's not a superstar. Right, right. That's so that didn't work that's out. Definitely clear. He's not a superstar. Yeah, he's not a superstar. So that right. pa- didn't pan out, and Charlotte just wanted to ship him and start over again, real quick. Yeah. And then he went to, I believe, the Clippers because Doc thought he could have a use for him. But the Clippers have Austin Rivers and Jamal Crawford, and he just never found himself in rotation. And yeah. then, so instead of just shelfing him they let him go to memphis memphis he did well i don't know what happened other than his contract was out and they chose not to resign him right then he goes from there to the pelicans and i think we talked about this in our podcast because i thought that this was wrong he was playing very well for them and then he tore oh, his he groin yeah, 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 yeah he tore his groin he was like the second best player on the team behind davis yeah and they cut him, which yeah. is just, I don't know. That's why players leave and get as much money as they can because there's right. no loyalty. Right, right. So anyways, then he goes to the Timberwolves, and he gets hurt again there. So they cut him, and now he's back on Indianapolis. So he's had an interesting journey to get all the way back there. With all that being said, and all those different teams, he's only 26 years old. So Jeez. he's uh, got just, a lot of time. Just a, a slight correction. He's back on Indiana. Or. Well, didn't yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> Indianapolis Colts, Indiana Pacers. Yes, sorry. <laughs> um, so I don't know, but leading up to that, I did have a question. How did you feel, or did you see him scoring with only two seconds left in the g- game, or whatever? I did see that. Did you think that was a douche move by him, or that? I I don't know. I don't see. I mean, it's not like it changed the. I don't know. It's just. I don't see any – like, how is that any different than somebody just hoisting up a half-court shot or something or just, you know – like, it's not like – it was a meaningless point. Like, he just – he he was excited to be back playing again, and he just went out and did it. And the Raptors wanted none of that. No, and, DeRozan and someone else went right at him. Yeah, uh, P.J. Tucker, I think. Okay, yeah. P.J. Tucker, I think, was... killed the line, too. The what? There was a game where uh, no nothing three-pointer no. went in. I think I know which one you're talking about. Somebody hit a three, like, it was like a half-court three-point shot, and he drained it, and it, like, ended up, yeah, that was, like, ruined the line. Yeah, the line was 12, and I think it made it, like, 13. <laughs> yeah, something like that. That was, yeah. I think that was like a Knicks game or something. Uh, that's why you don't know, because no one cares about the Knicks. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, I saw some of like, the commentators. I forget who was talking about it. Um, oh, I think Kenyon Martin saying that that's, that's just not something you do. Like, it's like an unwritten rule. Like, you just don't do that. 
Right. Um, To his credit, he did apologize afterwards. Yeah, I know. And he, I I mean, I don't know if he really meant it or not, but. He just said that, that, like you said, the excitement and the fans were cheering him on to score at the end there. So he just tried to appease the fans and did it. He didn't think it was a big deal. Obviously, the Raptors didn't think much of it. I kind of see it both ways. But in the same sense, like you said, with hoisting up a three in the NFL, Bill Belichick, if he's up 30, will keep scoring on you. He does not care. Right. So what's the difference? If you can't I mean, see, just stop but him. But if, if it comes down to the... I Why mean, do I have to play nice just because you can't do your job? Yeah. Right. But, but in defense of Belichick, I don't think Belichick, if it's... If they're down to where they can just knee and and run out the clock, they're not going to try to score at that point. Yeah, probably if there's only like ten seconds left. Right. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of that's kind of where with this, like most people just assume that you're going to run out the clock, and then he didn't. Well, that's the same thing. That would be like because uh, Greg Schiano, when he was head coach of the Bucks, would encourage them to try and swipe at the ball to try and get the fumble when they were taking a knee. Yeah, people were getting pissed about that. I remember that. I liked it. I think I do it in my video games. Like you, you're, you don't want to lose. And if right. that turnover can give you a chance to win the game, why not? If you're, if you're feeling that you have the game wrapped up, that all you have to do is take the knee, then just protect the ball that much longer. Yeah. In my opinion, it's the same as that play that uh, tore Russell Westbrook's ACL a couple years ago, when right before a player calls a timeout. They, there's a moment when their hand isn't on the ball and Patrick Beverly dove in and tried to t- take the ball away because he knew Russell was about to call a timeout. It's like an unwritten rule that you don't dive in and try to steal the ball away. But at the same time, I know, at the same time, why why wouldn't you try? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it ended well. It didn't end well for Russell, but I think that right. was kind of fluke. Yeah, no, it definitely was fluke. I don't know. I don't really see much of a problem. I mean, unless like all those Raptors players had points on the spread and that like fucked up the spread, and <laughs> so they were all pissed about it. But I mean, it's not like it changed the outcome of the game. So they looked at it, I guess, as being disrespectful because they had ar- the Pacers had already won. So and Lance has a little bit of a reputation for being yeah. disrespectful. It's probably more so, like, if it had probably been a different player, maybe people wouldn't have cared as much, but I think it was probably more Lance and just who Lance is that yeah. they got upset. All right. Uh, that was an excruciating 10 minutes of NBA talk for me, so let's make it even more excruciating, and let's briefly go over the final standings of the NHL while you guys were talking, I looked it up and today was the last day for the NHL regular season. Now begins their long playoff. And can I also add, maybe can we shorten the playoff season down to like a month for these two leagues? Like, no, is there, not. is there a need to go to June? Like, yes, no, there isn't. Yes, there is. I don't care so much for hockey, but for NBA. Yes, definitely. <laughs> So we have the Canadiens winning the Atlantic Division. Senators, Bruins, and Maple Leafs will also be in the playoffs. We have the Capitals winning the league. Yeah, they won the President's Trophy in the East. 
Also winning the Metropolitan Division, followed up by the Penguins, Blue Jackets, and Rangers. Who, who, with the m- amount of knowledge that we have, who do you guys think's coming out of the Eastern Conference? Canadians. They have to be good at hockey, right? No. What about the Senators? They're Canadian. Maple Leafs are po- Canadian. They're political. I don't trust a politician. What about the Maple Leafs? Yeah. You don't think the Capitals having the best record in the Eastern Conference? I don't know. I mean, Penguins, they live on ice, so that's That's probably going to be the go-to team there. Can't trust the Maple Leafs. I mean, the Maple Leaf on the flag's red, but their team's blue. That doesn't even make sense. All right, I'm going with the Capitals. I'm going with the Bruins. Corey, you sticking with your Canadians? Yeah, he's he's got a yeah, he's got a system he's going through right now. They're gonna run it. They're gonna run it like North Carolina. He's got a They're system for picking teams. Gonna gonna run it. Probably not gonna lose the game, right? Yeah, went out. Yeah, they're yeah they're gonna sweep the playoffs. It's gonna be ridiculous. <laughs> All right, and then in the Western Conference, we have in the Central the Chicago Blackhawks winning. I kind of, I kind of wanted to play a game this week, but it doesn't look like we're gonna have enough time, Stefan. But do you know the city name for the Wild? Yeah, it's uh, Calgary. Close. It's Minnesota. Damn. Trick question. Yeah, there wasn't right. a city. <laughs> <laughs> I know the Jets. It's Winnipeg. Yeah, it's a shame they're not in the playoffs. Uh, we have the that's Blues. My, my, the Winnipeg Jets is my team because they have a sweet. Um, uh, All right, no one cares. A- AHL team called the Manit- Manitoba Moose. All Fun right, anyway. Little FYI <laughs> for you. <laughs> St. Louis getting some love with the Blues, at least, seeing how their MLS pro- program uh, failed the- to pass. By about 7% this past week. So the Blues are the only professional team still in St. Louis other than the Cardinals in baseball. Uh, and then we have the Predators. So you want to give that a shot, Stefan? Yes, it's Nashville. Good job. If I had a clap, I should have a clapping soundtrack. I know a lot of these uh, hockey team, so I know none. Good thing he's asking yeah. me. <laughs> you should be asking Corey. <laughs> All right, Corey, who do the Flames play? Or you can ask both of us, and we can both guess. All right, we'll do the Flames then as our last team in the NHL. They're the last Are they team the in Calgary. The yeah, Calgary. All right. Once again, I was gonna see if I could find a sound clip, but you went too quickly. <laughs> also, the Mighty Ducks, the Oilers, and the Sharks. I believe you can't call them the Mighty Ducks, but I, I'll still call no, them the Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. We know, we know that they are the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. It's also uh, the Houston Oilers, too. So, so. Houston Oilers. <laughs> no, that would be Edmonton. Close. <laughs> Close. I'm sure they're like on the same longitude, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. There's got to be some reason for it. All right. Now, on to Corey's favorite subject NASCAR. You know, I can never remember who I picked for these. Well, don't worry. You came in second. Okay. You picked Boyer. 
Is it Boyer or Bowyer? Boyer. Like Bow- Bowser? Bowyer? Yeah, I fixed Logano for you. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. I was like, oh, crap. I was looking at it. No, we're still, it's still messed up. No, it's not. There's no, one, it's good. There's one Logano and there's one Logano. It's Logano. Don't worry, Kevin. You're fine. <laughs> All right. I was going to say, there's two and there's both Oh, I see the other same. Logano on stuff. Oh, there you thing. go. Yeah. Whatever. Which one is it? Do you want oh. me to take points away from you? Or? No, why are you going to take points away from me? Corey's All just right. falling apart in this league. Yeah, from first to worst. Yeah, just <laughs> collapsing. <laughs> and worst to first. Once again, taking first place again. Yeah, you've been using all the big names, so. Got to build that lead up. Yeah, it'll start falling apart. Uh, so next week we don't really have a race to pick, so we don't have to worry about picking this week. So you can take the week off. I don't have an Easter race. Nope. No. We take the week off, and then we come back with the Food City 500 in Bristol, Tennessee. Because yeah. that race is the only 10 I see. <laughs> no, that wasn't, that wasn't that funny. Sorry. All right. Well, that's it for the slides I have. Uh, <laughs> I forgot to update the last one. Uh, we had... Were we going to make our, our picks for NASCAR? Or, no. Or we want to wait. Oh, we can do it next week. That's right. Yeah, I just said. Sorry, I don't really listen. Yeah, you said, we're, you said that they were taking the week off. I don't know if we were taking the week off. All right, let's talk some Masters talk. Or are you going Premier League? Let's go Premier League. All right. Because right now... As you can see, right here. Isn't this over yet? Isn't Premier League over? Nope. There's like six more games. Oh my god! Chelsea and Tottenham. How, how do you pronounce that, Corey? What? The second Tottenham? one. There you go. Tottenham. Tottenham. Uh, <laughs> I wrote this one. Everton's making that run. How do you say the tenth seed here? Watford. There you go. That was easy. Give him, give him that one right there. Eleven. Stroke yeah. City. <laughs> <laughs> all right. First of all, it's Stoke. <laughs> How about this one? If it was Stroke City, I'd buy all their gear. <laughs> you could just add in the R. <laughs> yeah. Here, here's the Sharpie. The red, I believe. So. <laughs> all right. What's what? this one, Corey? Leicester. 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 Yep. What about this one? Burn your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Burnmouth. And ooh. That last one. Sunderland. Sunderland. Are you just like leaving letters out? Like <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Tottenham played on Saturday. They won 4 nothing against Watford uh, pretty handedly. They came back to beat Swansea uh, earlier this week also. They were down one nothing going into the final minutes, scored three goals, and won 3-1 to uh, gain six points. However, Chelsea also won both their games, keeping 
their seven point lead in front of them. I had to do math there. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> seven. Seven. Uh, so keep an eye on those. It's going to be interesting because both teams still have to play Man U or Man City. One of the two. One of the Manchester's. So either team still has a chance to win the title, but with every game passing, it's starting to look more and more like Chelsea. However, Tottenham hasn't finished in the top two and since they won it back in like the 50s. So keep an eye on that as well. They came in third last year after falling apart and losing like 5-1 to one to uh, Swansea City, I believe. And losing second place to Arsenal last year, so... How many, ta- how many times do they play each other a year? Twice? Twice, yeah. They play each other. It's a round robin oh. bracket, essentially. And then... Yeah, this is what I want to talk about. Let's get back into this action. What happened? Your, was... your Philadelphia Union's doing amazing. No, I'm not talking about my, That's not my Philadelphia Union. Uh, you're no longer a fan? No. Okay. There we go. The Portland Timbers. It looks like they won. Yep, they beat the Philadelphia Union. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And I saw the Seattle tied. Yeah, they had had a late one nothing lead and let Wanderlowski score a header to tie the game. Sounds like a terrible time. Chris Wanderlowski. LA Galaxy, oh. how are they doing, Corey? I think they're fifth in the standings. Oh, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> Man. All right, and our last subject of the day. Mr. Never had a major win until tonight. Sergio Garcia. How many how many majors did he play in? Like I forgot what they said. A lot. I think that was like his nineteenth Masters, maybe, or something. I don't know. I feel like he's been in golf. He's been a pro since a teenager, so it's got to be a long time. I think he's been like in 70-something majors. I was going to guess 60, so yeah. And 19 masters. That's what I remember hearing. Seventy. There you go. Um, See, I do my homework. Do you guys got anything else to add before? Can you pull up? Can you just pull up the uh, actual final standings? The leaderboard. Just click on yeah. it up in the top. Yep. Where? Where it says two twenty seventeen Masters Tournament Sergio minus nine. Just click on that whole thing. The top, uh, very uh, top. On the top bar. Yeah. Up more. <laughs> Go <over> down. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What are you doing? I don't know what you guys are talking about. Right underneath the tab. It has like the NBA games up there, your favorites. Oh my god. Golf's in there. Keep going to the right. <laughs> no, what are you well, doing? You, you can do it that way. I'm pulling it up. Jeez. That was the most ridiculous thing ever. <laughs> All right. You guys need to calm down. Oh, they went to a playoff. Yeah. Yeah. 
How many holes do they do? Do you know? I don't know, but I know uh, uh, one hole. One hole. It says right there, oh. hole eighteen. Okay. Sergio got a three, and Justin Rose had a five. Yeah, I heard Sergio had a lead, choked it out to Rose, and it went to playoff, and then he won. Those two were tied going into today, and um, I've heard something that they had like the highest. Like usually, the two people, if two people are tied going into, or whoever is tied, if there's more than two people, one of those people ends up winning it. So I was surprised that uh, Spieth, Spieth was up and he had a chance. He was at like minus four going into four under and uh, did not do well today. And on the flip side, Rory played well, but it wasn't enough. No. He was already dug himself too big of a hole. Yeah. I mean, he shot a 69. That was his best of the tournament. But Ricky Fowler didn't play well today. There are a lot of people bombed out today. There was somebody else that was up there. I forget. I don't know. All right. Any other news you guys have for me? Before I give go off on a rant here. Oh jeez. Let's hear it. I wanna make sure you guys this is non sports related, so I don't know. Let's hear it. I got I, What'd I got we do nothing. wrong now, Kevin? No, you guys didn't do anything. It is <laughs> the generation of twenty five and under that seems to have forgotten the one and only John Denver. I don't even think I know what you're Almost heaven. How dare you? Yeah, no, he died a while ago. That's what I thought. So why are we, what's your rant about? All right, so during the NCAA championship, Alien commercial came on, and the song was in the background. So I had it stuck in my head, and I went to work the next day, and I started asking, and no one under the age of 25 seems no, this is a, a classic, and it must be heard. Well, then you need to speak more into the mic, because I can barely hear you. Uh, this generation's gone to hell, and I'm not standing for it. Learn your musicians, folks. John Denver. If you had asked me who sung that song, I wouldn't have been able to tell you. You didn't even know who sung the song in the beginning of the podcast. I did so too. I, I told no, you not probably. you, oh. not you, the kid who's over twenty-five. <laughs> All the twenty-five and unders know who that was. So maybe it's just a a more of a uh, not generational thing, but a genre thing. Maybe people you're talking to just don't like that kind of music, Kevin. I don't like that kind of music, and I still know who John Denver is, so what's their excuse? I don't know. I know who he is, but I didn't know that was his song, so I would have failed. Yeah. Well, I didn't play him that song. I just knew that's who it was because of a West Virginia fan I know. Hmm. So what were you and upset then, about? And that, Well, they, they didn't know. Like They're like, who's that? Is that the guy that the city's named after? Denver? Colorado? <laughs> <laughs> And so then I go to probably the second most no known band that's everyone knows at least one song. 
Hollow Notes. I probably don't know one song. Oh, you know Hollow Notes. I might know the song if I hear it. And they didn't know who this was either. It's not starting off good. I don't think I know it. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Do they sing it all, or is it instrumental? Okay, this is me. <laughs> yeah. Is this... Is this... I don't know who this is. Beethoven? <laughs> and you're gone too far, cause know you know it's gonna matter right. anyway. You can rely on the old man's money. I think you can probably the most the well-known one, though, is this. Do you not know who this song? No. It's some David Bowie. This is my podcast that I'm producing. <laughs> You're stuck with my Vincent, podcast. I'm going to start my own music podcast. <laughs> What's it going to be called? It's going to be the um, Rock Paper Model. Yeah. <laughs> How you don't know this song? Oh, Corey? I know that song. I said I did. All right. I wanted to hear some David Bowie. Well, there you go. I don't know any of them. <laughs> I don't know David Bowie too well. But I know him. I could say he's a musician. And an actor. This is what happens when you cut funds. Full fun. Don't learn music. You'll end up like me. No, none of these people. But I'm some little yachty. Alright, we're probably going to get <laughs> for the amount of music we're playing. Alright. So, let's kick it to the end. A uh, lot to digest, I know. This was quite the podcast. Uh, episode 14 will be back on our normal time. We had one hey, text participant, yes? We made it to episode 13. Do you think we're on our grind now? Are we good to go? Uh, I changed it to when Gonzaga wins the national championship, so I got another year. You got a full year ahead of us. Well, you, you have a lot more years than one, but. <laughs> oh. All right, man. Those are fighting words now. <laughs> Keep the cameras on, please. Uh, so, what do we have planned in the coming? Uh, we're going to have a, a football analyst come in, uh, kind, kind of similar to the MMA analyst. I don't know if I'll record it separately or have him part of the show. Uh, Stefan knows him, and I'm pretty sure Corey's met him before at some UFC fights before. Too. Who is this football analyst? He wanted only Joe Curro. Oh, are you calling him a football analyst? College football. Oh, uh, okay. I'll give him college <laughs> Uh So he's going to talk about spring football because that's going on right now. Florida State couple Texas A&M had their spring games last week. I believe Syracuse is on the 22nd. We'll have them on 
for that following podcast, so 15. Uh, also, end of May, Stefan's going to be out here challenging me to the beer mile. Hopefully. Corey, you want to ride along in my bag or something? No, I, I told Kevin he can cut me out on that. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to test out the, the beer mile, so... We're also going to try and learn cricket once we get under 10 topics, which hopefully will be like either next week or the following week, so that'll be I'm fun. Sure it's, I'm sure it's coming up soon. Riveting well, we stuff. get under 10 topics? Yeah. yeah. And we're also, we got the NFL draft to talk about on episode 15, so it's going to be nice uh, to have a fourth opinion on that. Get your Top 10's ready, Stefan. Top 10 for the NFL draft? Top 10 picks. We're going to guess the top 10 picks. I'm going to guess them all right, if that's what you mean. (laughs) And, uh, well, May looks pretty empty other than the beer mile, so. NBA playoffs, NBA playoffs. NBA playoffs, NBA playoffs. Okay, and then we'll talk about the NBA finals in June, so. But there's nothing outstanding to talk about in May, so we'll probably do some. Uh, I want to learn. I want to talk more about like cup stacking. That's pretty cool stuff. Even maybe get one. It's like twenty dollars. See how fast can do it. I'm gonna learn chess, and I'll teach you guys. Ooh, that was another thing I want to learn. So I'll add that to the list with you, Corey. We'll you guys don't know how to play chess. Riveting. Video I know how chess. to play. What do you need wow. to learn? How to be like Magnus, the best player in the world. <laughs> I don't know how to play. So you want to learn how to be good, good, is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. I want to be able to beat Einstein when Dude, I go I'll to play, I'll play in a live. We'll, we'll do a Facebook Live. We'll play chess. So many views we can get with that. <laughs> Ooh, riveting stuff. Uh, almost <laughs> exciting as golf. All right. Uh,. If you have anything you want to add to our show, go ahead and send the text. You can read that. That's the number. I wrote it down. So four two five seven eight zero, and I don't know the rest. There you go. <laughs> How about now? Six three five five. There you go. That is uh, four two five seven eight zero six three five five. It's also on our Facebook if you want to look that up. You can leave us a voicemail as well because I'm probably not going to answer. Because I took my phone number off. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so leave us a voicemail if you want to hear yourself. Actually, let's let's listen to one. We're going to have to stop the music. Wait, who did you record this or? How dare you? Yeah. Stefan, you suck. Oh, it's, it's an interesting test, but you still. Uh, it's from <laughs> Kevin. Uh, he also said thanks. He's a nice gentleman, so you yeah. know, can't complain. Uh, so Sounds like a shitty viewer. I wish you would never watch again. <laughs> no problem. I can make that happen. <laughs> uh, so stay tuned. We're gonna probably do some more Facebook Live videos, especially with some UFC fights. That was kind of fun. I had fun. The Bens had fun. I don't know. You guys didn't watch, so I don't care about your opinion then. What do you mean? Oh, about the fights? Well, we're going to yeah. do them when the NBA plays. Yeah, what Corey said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, playoffs. Say that again, Corey. 
said we're gonna do it when the NBA playoffs are on and we're gonna kill it in views. There we yeah. go. That, okay. that came through. As always. <laughs> All right. So thanks for watching. Uh stay tuned for us next week, normal time, Monday. What is it, six your time through mine? Yep. Yeah. You know what? And thanks for not watching too. I don't want to leave anyone out. Hey. <laughs> If you made Are it this far, you watched it. Uh, for Stefan and Corey, this is Kevin. We might know sports. And go North Carolina. Sags 2018. Go!